so the protesting uh yeah so i went to the lgbtqia solidarity PPA, march mm-hmm. yeah yesterday <laughs> in austin and when i was there you know i went alone which you're not supposed to do but there was no one to go with me you're not yeah. supposed to yeah you're you're the idea is like you should take someone with you so somebody knows where you somebody, are buddy in case system. yeah okay but in my head i'm like the queer community in austin isn't that big i'm gonna go and i'm gonna see somebody exactly. i know probably yeah. right I didn't for most of the time, it turns out, until the very end, I ran into Adrian and, like, some friends. Mm -hmm. And so we kicked it there. But before that happened, I was, like, uh, walking around this protest, and I was just like, man, this is the biggest group of, like, queer people I've been around in a while. Like, there are a lot of, like, lesbians here. There's a lot of, like, clearly friend group lesbians, right? Like, not just, like, we're dating lesbians. I'm like... And I had, like, a couple of people, like, comment on my tattoos, be like, oh, I really like your tattoo. And I was Mm -hmm. like oh my God, are people flirting with me at the fucking protest? Yeah. And I was like, God damn, dude, I want to have some protest sex. I want to (laughs) fucking, this is the only time that I've ever been around, like, you know, a group of people since this like quarantine started. This is the only time I have to like really try and like flirt and network. Yeah. is like at this fucking protest. Like, and I didn't do it, right? I Uh I stayed focused on the job at hand. Well, it's it's just not like a a place where you can really easily chat someone up. Like, you really kind of have to fall into like a, oh, you're here alone? Uh, Me too. Do you want to march together and just be safe? And then from that, probably try and evolve it, right? Yeah. But like for a minute there, I was like, God damn, like, because, you know, I haven't seen any, I haven't gone out and really been around people. Mm-hmm. And so this was the only time I've had where I'm like, I'm breaking my quarantine. I'm around mm-hmm. all these other people. Oh, we could all fuck. Like that, yeah. you know, train of thought goes through your head. Yeah, I think th- supposedly now they've decided that the virus does not really get transmitted very well at all outside. So like group outside orgies, I think should be on the table. Uh, well, what about kissing and shit though? I mean, I think if you're outside, you if, I guess yeah, fucking, no no kissing, um, no kissing orgies outside. Nothing in the I mouth. I think those are safe. Yeah, no no mouth. Yeah, exactly. Keep the spittle away from everyone else. Um, but just vagina butt stuff, I think is yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah, that's funny. So because yeah, I haven't been to the protest yet. I'm gonna go this evening. But um, yeah, uh, uh, an old almost lover of mine hit me up and was just like. Hey, you want to go to the protest at all today? <laughs> We're going to go at six. And, you know, it's funny. And then I was like, yeah, I've all, you know, and just thinking, cool, that's fun. And then she was like, yeah, I uh, just uh, got through a heart. Well, let me just read this. <laughs> so great. <laughs> She's like, I honestly am heartbroken and just need to let some stress out on someone else. And I haven't done coke in six months, which I feel like is the main reason we never did anything. So if you're down. <laughs> damn like, it. <laughs> oh, my uh. God. <laughs> yeah, okay. Straight up using the protest. Because then I'm like, she lives outside of town. That's a fuckboy lesbian. A fuckboy lesbian. For sure. Fuckboy <laughs> lesbian. Fuckboy lesbian. Hashtag I feel. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just like, where are we going to be fucking? <laughs> like, yeah. you think I'm going down to, you know. You, where you live? Fuck 45 that. minutes away or whatever. No. Or like, what do we, I mean, <laughs> like, I guess I could take her back to <laughs> my place, but um yeah i don't know so i told her we could play it by ear (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious and i love it i'm like damn it this is the gender fluids podcast 
I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Genderfluence is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. <laughs> I love, I really love all the different types of lesbians that mm-hmm. there are. There really are, you know, beautiful make little... make a really a comprehensive little list of them. I think it'd be so hard because I'm still finding out about new ones. Like even today, just before you got here, um, I was hanging out with my friend uh, Delaney and she uh, introduced me to this concept that she just got introduced to a while back uh, called cottage lesbians. Okay. Cottage lesbians. It's essentially like pretty femmy lesbian bitches that are into uh fairies and shit and like living in like a cottage cottage. in a cottage in the woods hansel and gretel type of not as german (laughs) no but you know what i mean like that kind of vibe like yeah like fairy tale-ish like you know lots of ceramic pottery lots of ceramics lots of like doilies lots of like cute pressed flowers and like you know those like uh pseudo-scientific like drawings of mushrooms and plants all over the wall and like wearing cute ass dresses and making themselves tea and like yeah it's 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 but it's like this whole like subgenre of lesbians called yeah. cottage lesbians that sounds that sounds right well that's good we can be an ever growing and expanding list i um, i love can, I, I kind of want to be a cottage lesbian but it looks nice. like it takes too much money and coordination well it depends you got to make all the doilies by hand you know do you if you don't want it to cost money yeah, but that you have to pay for the supplies, and then you're paying in your labor anyways. Well, uh, every lifestyle has its costs, yeah, Ava. You true. know, are you committed or are you not committed? <laughs> but, well, yeah, I mean, the girl and I, you know, want to, uh, our, our dream, is, one of our many dreams is to eventually make some tree houses, like, to live in, you know. But see, that's, a, I was thinking about this. because kind I of was, adjacent, is my point. Yeah, I don't think fairy it's shit, a, but the we same do as love cottage, shrooms. right? No, tree house lesbians. Yeah, I, I was trying, well, I was, then, once I learned about what cottage lesbians were, which y'all should really go to YouTube and look up cottage lesbian <laughs> uh, compilations. Some, like, ASMR videos of just it's cottage just lesbians putting their It's just music put over and them <laughs> in fields and them videoing their own houses <laughs> with, like, their shit crystals that don't do anything and whatnot. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but like I, I I was then trying to place you and the girl in kind of like tiny house lesbians or tree house. Yeah, I I couldn't I was trying to go with like something like crunchy lesbians, but you're not really like crunchy granola. But but we are made pretty crunchy, but tree house lesbian feels right. Yeah, Yeah, well, we're going to be staying at a tree house Airbnb in Alabama um, this week to go see my niece. So it's really cool because like my sister had found that. But, you know, the girl and I had been talking about, oh, yeah, we could probably make this work like happen and you know make some yeah. tree houses live in and then yeah my sister cammy was like just finding airbnb and she's like here's this one that's in a tree house i don't know and it's got some ponds and so i'm like fucking yes sold. yes i can't wait my parents tried to fight it <laughs> they tried to stay in some stupid you know <laughs> double white or some airbnb whatever those things are called um and yeah but i was like um guys if we're gonna be staying in alabama not going any you know we're not gonna go to any restaurants we're not gonna do any like activities like, let's stay in the fucking treehouse with the ponds and everything, yeah. you know? What kind of lesbian am I? I, I don't... I've, 
Am I just now a I just nerd, want to do le- everyone, lesbian? Now I want to do everyone by the kind of home they want to live in. <laughs> you know, can we can we somehow make them all that? Like if there's cottage core in your treehouse core, I guess I would be nerd core. Yeah, treehouse core. Okay, nerd core. Because I'm just yeah. pretty nerdy. Like, yeah. That's really you really are just kind of a nerd lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm trying not to say geek. Well, keep it nerd. I'm geek. Yeah, I'm a little geeky. geeky with some decent splashes of geek. Yeah, but like if you get me talking about something I care about, like Star Wars or records, yeah. nerd geek, geek lesbian comes out. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's true. How many types do you think there are? There's probably like 33 types of lesbians. I was gonna say 34. Yeah, something yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> something, something like that there yeah. can never be more or less <laughs> the we'll world falls out of balance out. yeah <laughs> there are always between 33 and 34 types of lesbians in this world there are a bunch of male prostitutes in dc mm-hmm. that have like one person came forward and was like I know that we all know we've serviced the same client, Lady G, and that if we we should like come, we could all come forward and like fuck this dude over, like for being a closeted like gay Lady man. Lady G, yeah, is the is the name that the, he goes by, and that oh. the all these workers, these sex workers, uh, have given him, yeah, in DC um, as like his pseudonym, right? Mm-hmm. But it's Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, the extremely conservative, extremely anti-LGBT, anti-trans, you know, anti-anything yeah. we generally like. Yeah. This dude is fucked over, but apparently right. for years has been soliciting I mean, gay sex workers. talked about him being gay. Yeah, but like now people are like, we sh- we maybe we should all come forward for it, right? But he has people sign NDAs, and so apparently they're like looking like with lawyers sued. to like see how they can get out of their NDAs, because apparently, you know... Uh, According just to just like shit I'm reading online, mm-hmm. NDAs don't apply to illegal acts, hmm. and prostitution is illegal in the state of D or in the, in the Providence or whatever yeah. DC, right? <laughs> yeah, and so the NDAs may not technically apply since they're illegal acts and services, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, this has brought up the whole thing in the queer world about outing people, and it's just like. Yeah, you should never out somebody and everyone but everyone Unless is like they're one co- of the lizard people. Yeah, everyone has come to that consensus really quickly though. I was really proud of the queer <laughs> community for everyone to be like, you should never out anybody unless <laughs> unless you it's like has made a career out of like yeah. fucking our people over. And like you know, so I here's the sentiment I don't agree with. Like some people are always like, you know, he should not be ashamed to be gay you know he you know at, should be ashamed to be a hypocrite and a man with no integrity and not just that but he's but they're just like you know we hope that like you know eventually he like comes to like accept himself and i'm like i don't like i i hope Lindsey graham's career is destroyed i hope he like comes out as gay and i hope it plagues him for the rest of his life i hope every day he's sad about the fact that he's gay and that he's unhappy with himself and that he never really feels satisfied with who he is as a person. And he always feels there's something wrong with him. Something he wishes he could change, but he can't. And I want him to suffer through that for the rest of his well, fucking I think, life. Yeah, hopefully he would suffer and then he would have a change of heart and repent. And like, really care. sincerely, I know you care just about revenge, but I'm trying to, I would love the world to be a better place. And like, what if he really like fucking changed and then came out and started fighting for good things and trying to take down the other lizard people in our government. I don't want him to fight for good things. Put somebody else in his fucking office. 
I don't. I don't, I don't but want I mean, a like not in his story. office, but like you know. I don't want to like see a spokesperson. I don't want to see Lindsey Lindsey Graham getting paid to speak to people. I don't want to see Lindsey Graham at Pride events. I don't want to see Lindsey Graham's opinion about fucking anything. Mm-hmm. You after you've had your political career be as fucking abhorrent as it has been, you don't get to be part of our community as a fun, active participant anymore. Well, maybe he'll attempt to repent by killing himself. I mean, that would also fucking be fine. fingers crossed. Right. It's like you know when Epstein killed himself. I, I mean, I get or. or did or didn't but you know people uh, allowed him to die one way or another do you that's that's something i've been wondering do you think he actually killed himself like he just like couldn't go through with it so they like let him kill himself or if they sent someone there to kill I him i mean i think and, and or i think that either there was a conspiracy to allow him to kill himself um or there was someone sent i think he knew though i mean he moved all of his money into the trust so that he so that the victims couldn't have it uh you know 586 million dollars or whatever it was um and so I think that he knew he was going to die and whether he knew they were going to send some, you know, I don't know. Like there's his friends maybe sent someone out of compassion more than like assassination. Maybe they sent someone to help him kill himself so that he wouldn't have to do it because that's what they would want him to do if they were in his place. Because, yeah, I think you want to die at that point. I think you're like, no, I've had a good run. I ate all the best food. I lived on islands and I fucked every child that I wanted to. And I think it's probably I'm not I don't need to be here for the downhill slope. Yeah, I'm just going to fucking cut out right now. So, yeah, it's like, did they send someone to kill you? Like, wouldn't you have killed yourself? Oh, who doesn't kill themselves in that moment? Yeah. Who tries to slug that out? I think in the guards, maybe they were asleep, maybe they're not, maybe they're paid. Maybe they were just like, yeah, you guys want to let him kill himself? Sure. I think that's probably I don't the get best. paid enough to stop you. You want the American taxpayers to deal with this shit? You know, it's like, <laughs> we had to listen. Oh, it would have been kind of fun to hear Alan Dershowitz continue to defend Jeffrey Epstein. That actually would have been probably worth keeping him around for a little while. I just, I mean, it would have been worth keeping him around to see who all he could have ratted out. Well, exactly. But I'm like, okay, we're starting to get some leaked documents now, and I'm like, can the can the little anonymous people or whatever get on and find all of Jeffrey Epstein's tapes that he took uh, of all the rooms in his mansions? You know, there's like all these tapes. Did they, did they get all completely destroyed, or can somebody hack in there and like? Find out who all fucked children in Epstein's mansions. You know, yeah. are they working on that in the hacker world? Yeah, because <laughs> that's what we really want to know. Well, speaking of <laughs> other people fucking children, and, and more queer news. And more queer news. <laughs> Turns out Trump raped boys too. <laughs> yeah, we have a bisexual pedophile. We have president, a bisexual guys. pedophile president. Clap, clap, clap. Um, we finally did it. I'm happier about this i'm glad it's not just girls that he fucked i know it it's, somehow makes it because then better. With, with the also, guys he was like is, yeah yeah i fuck young girls but then with the real lizard people he was like well we all fuck children yeah if, yeah why wouldn't you want Kid's the tight kid. butthole of a little boy and the also, you get to see the fear is, and pain on his face just like the fear and pain <laughs> was on my face oh my when God. i was being hurt when i was a child and let's just keep paying it forward yeah i mean real quick this is hmm. definitely one of those areas where at least I am like, all right, and dropping down the feeling barriers, like turning off all emotion. Like a light switch. (laughs) Turn it off. I'll turn it back on later when I'm Yeah, we'll turn it back on, yeah. Like earlier when I was reading through the leaked documents that Anonymous supposedly got on Trump, like leaked court documents about settlements he's made with people uh, who he's raped. Yeah. And like, 
Holy shit, man. Yeah, that was dark to read, but it is fucking wild to read just like th- these motherfuckers are doing it like no fucking problem. No fucking problem because this is... Yeah, if, fucking... If th- these are only the ones that have been, you know, reported or dealt with or whatever. I mean, how many... There could be tons more people. And it also really kind of sucks because it's it was it's the same kind of like situation I found myself in as like the keepers where it is a terrible oh, situation yeah. to read but but thinking but, about trump fucking an 11 year old boy in the ass does something for you a little bit well i am the 11 year old sure. boy in that instance right uh-huh. and then like you know like having two nasty pedophiles like fight over who, like who was wrong because the other one got to take my virginity yeah that's hot to me oh god i'm just imagining the the moment where you're the little 11 year old boy and epstein and trump both walk into the room and you know one of them's gonna be fucking you and you're gonna be like Oh God! Please let it be Epstein. Please let it be him. <laughs> Except for one nasty boy. Like, I hope it's Trump. <laughs> I was that fat, weird-haired. I'm a dirty little fuck pig. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck, fuck my ten-year-old fuck, fuck pig, pig daddy. Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> How many of these little boys called Trump daddy? Do you think? <laughs> oh, at least two. <laughs> We're so sorry, everyone. Oh, it's God. just what you. At this point, all we can do is laugh. Um... I cried a little earlier. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Reading I was talking about a lot of things this morning, but it just, I just had to sit down for a moment and just like take the world in. And it was like, Jesus. I was like sitting on the couch reading it because I knew you were coming over. And it was just like, yeah, like in the middle of like those court documents, I just like started crying. Yeah, dude. And then I got a little hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's compl- there's a complicated emotions here. Um, <laughs> I want to read the list of people because I think people should know, and I don't trust everyone to look this up. Yeah. So um, these are, uh, okay, so in addition to Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. porn actress Stormy Daniels, and former Playboy model Karen McDougal, Cohen reportedly helped settle a number of rape cases involving Trump. WMR, what is that? Received a list from a reputable Republican source, uh, reputable Republican source of these settlement claims, all of which involve male and female minors. Number one, Michael Parker, 10 years old, oral rape, Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach, Florida, 1992. Trump paid his parents a $3 million settlement. Now, do you think when they say oral rape, is Trump going down on the little boy? Or do you think it's got to be the other way? I think it's both. I think for Trump, sure. Trump likes tiny, tiny little penises. I think mouth. Trump for sure likes to suck tiny dicks because he has a tiny he dick. He has a tiny dick. But I think he also likes tiny mouths on his tiny dick because it's like it makes it it makes it feel for normal. sure. Yeah, exactly. Right, like he needs a <laughs> he ten needs year old's small, mouth. In his defense, you know, with an adult mouth uh, around <laughs> his tiny dick, it's just you can't really feel anything. Yeah. Hot dog in a hallway, but a child's mouth. Perfect. Um, uh, the other thing is like you know maybe he's just into like throat fucking and gagging and he just can't gag an adult he can't gag an adult but you can gag a 10 year old yeah their their head is so little you can get to the back even if your dick is three inches long also he's got them tiny hands so he couldn't even control an adult human's head to face fuck it right like a t-rex of a man yeah Mm -hmm. so he needs the tiny head for his tiny hands and his tiny dick yeah exactly and so who can blame him (laughs) (laughs) No, but just, I just, uh, uh, just uh, imagining Trump, I mean, it's like, it's so fucked up and disgusting that people rape children, but any time, do they toss their salads too? Like Michael Jackson just wanted to look at their buttholes. I'm sure he wanted to toss it. It's so funny to think about like pervert rapists 
like going down on people eating that you know I, it's like want it's, your tiny child dick in it's my like why just like fucking somebody like Ugh. some like pedophile rapist fucking penetrating somebody seems like less gross than like yeah it's less gross yeah yeah oral it's rape gross. yeah because it's oh. like what is wrong what is, with you? you? You why do you want to make something so good feel so bad? At least ugh. there's like you can't aggressively. I guess you could, but just like ugh. God, Jesus Christ. Anyway, and like you know, you ruined the taste to come for that kid for the rest of his life. You're probably gonna ruin a lot of things for that kid. I mean, yeah. True. Is he ever gonna be able to be gay again? You know, maybe he was on a track to be a nice gay man, and now he's gonna be straight just out of. You, know, you traumatized someone you traumatized out of being him. gay. Mm-hmm. You took right. one of ours. You took one of ours. Fucking. <sighs> These people are so gross. Um, number two, Kelly Fuhr, 12 years old. $1 million settlement paid in 1989. Allegations of forced intercourse. Trump Tower, New York. Charles Bacon, 11 years old. $3 million. Allegations of oral and anal intercourse. 1994. So it's interesting because it feels like it's scaling up. Maybe he just did oral um, in 1992. That's where he was at on his morality he's slide. He's testing it out. Um, yeah. And he's then like figuring out. Now he's raped a girl mm-hmm. who's 12. And now it's oral and anal with an 11-year-old boy. A 10-year-old for the first one and 11 that is so weird. Rebecca Conway, a thir- 13 years old, intercourse and oral sex. Trump Vineyard Estates, Charlottesville, Virginia, 2012. $5 million settlement. Okay, so we're skipping 16 years here. No. But that's just in like, you know, settlements paid out. That's just when people have come forward. Because yeah. in the court documents that were released, a lot of the shit was just a, like, they they repeatedly emphasized how both Trump and Epstein... Uh, threatened to kill yeah, the child totally. and their entire family, and like that. The, the in the court documents, the longer court documents that like got released, the the plaintiff, like Jane Doe, uh, when she first tried to do something about it, received calls. Like it, yeah. she waited several years, like like I don't know, like fifteen years or yeah. something. Then tried to do something once, tried to go through with like suing him or yeah. getting him once. And as soon as that happened, received like calls saying like we're gonna kill you and yeah. your whole fucking family. You know they fucking found her, yeah. so so it got dropped, so and then really it came powerful. back up again in 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Who knows how many people uh, are not Between on this list? Then. But then, okay. So actually, it goes back in time anyway. So Maria Oliver. Oh, or sorry, Maria Oliveira, 12 years old. Her family was paid $16 million to settle allegations of forcible intercourse occurring in Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach, 1993. So that's still just back in the old timeline. And then Kevin Knoll, 11 years old, anal rape, Trump Tower, 1998. So yeah, that's between those. So it, it's, a, it's a steady, even just with the six that we have here, um, There's it's like- a steady progression of, yeah, just... Some, maybe he does it a few times a year or something, you know. Yeah. It's just one of the things. That he does. And it's like golf and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, how convenient that I love playing golf, a place nobody can surveil me and I can make anonymous calls to whoever I need to. You know, and you've got little kid, kitty catties. I'm sure they have children carrying Fuck. their golf cart, their golf clubs around and then... They get to enjoy them between holes. You know, at least here's the thing. At least, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Holes between holes. (laughs) Holes between holes. 
Holes, holes, all kinds of holes. Big holes, small holes, round holes, wet holes. Yeah, that's probably what most golf courses are for. Now, I mean, I have some friends who play golf, and I really, truly don't think are pedophiles, but they're a good pl- Just like islands, not every island is a pedophile island, but some of these islands and golf courses, kids are getting raped. Yeah. Yeah. By it's the rich. Just, we need and there's to do something nothing about our we can do about it. Well, we can vote. We can vote with our dollars. We can yeah, march. But we, we can't vote against like them you know if you're you have that much money and that much power like if you want to fuck a kid you can fuck a kid yeah but clearly clearly it's so little of an issue that we're a lot of countries it's just straight up illegal you know yeah but also it's like we it's so little of like a issue for them to do that not only have we like not really found out about it extensively until now yeah there's literally nothing we can do about it because they're so wealthy that they control the justice system, they can buy their way out of just about anything. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it in like very short term, but what we can do is be more informed voters and really vote in all the elections and vote with our dollars in terms of what corporations we really want to support and which ones we should burn to the ground by never giving them another dollar. I mean, our government, and if we we can get the better people in there, then our government will stop just handing money to all their (laughs) friends. I just keep thinking like, do you think Trump has trouble like do you think he's even any good at raping kids what do you mean i mean like you know some people are just good at fucking like some people just know how to stroke they know how to like get in a rhythm i don't even think he could properly like i don't think he's very good at raping kids right like you know like he's probably trying to like the first time he tried to fuck that kid in the ass he's like trying to shove his tiny little dick in there but like yeah he can't miss he can't get it in then this kid's sitting there like well i was scared nervous but now i just i just want i wish you were fucking me already so we could get this over with a little more to help him like hey just yeah just shove it in here look dude like can't just sit here as you <laughs> shove, attempt to shove your dick in like he sticks trumps a dick in his butt yeah just to get it over with you're like a repugnant little cock <sighs> yeah like especially with the some of these kids are trafficked like multiple times to multiple people so if this is a kid who's already been like being raped for the last couple of years by all kinds of rich people and politicians around the world then you know he's just like oh geez I mean, are are they being trafficked? Because like, I mean, I, I I'm assuming a lot I of them are, are, but like the ones that like we're here that we're reading about, you know, it's the parents that are getting paid settlements, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, That's you know, true. like how are these kids getting like into these positions where like the parents aren't around? How, like who leaves their fucking kid alone with Donald Trump? Yeah, or Jeffrey. Well, that's Epstein. what I always wonder about these people, or like the Michael Jackson parents and stuff. Yeah, um, Democrats. There may be some don't... trusting stuff going on, but it does feel like, come on, you had to have known on some level that, that you were right. you were profiting financially, and your kid, yeah. and, and you just turned a blind eye to like the very they were, present possibilities. Maybe they knew what's up, and they're like, look, we know Trump fucks kids. All right, we're gonna need you to take one for the team. Here's your one chance, fancy don't let me <laughs> Yeah. Send your son out to get raped by Donald Trump so you can yeah. sue him and settle for $16 million. Yeah, dude, it's like, dude, look, we were all raped as kids, okay? Not all of us get to make several million dollars We didn't it. even have the opportunity oh to make money no. off of Back our rapes. Back then, you tried, just try suing someone for this. Now, you sue and they settle out of court and you sign an NDA, whatever, and <laughs> we're good. So just, here's some lidocaine. <laughs> Oh my god! Just the just a mom soothing like a kid, like patting his head at the dad, like injects lidocaine into like the asshole. Just like, baby, it's gonna be okay. Okay. 
Look, Look this needle is bigger me, than his dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when my father raped me. He just let me have it. And there's no light. You know what I mean? We love you. <laughs> oh, my God. $16 million. $16 million. <laughs> we'll buy you a pool. Because <laughs> you're going to miss the pool at Mar-a-Lago and stuff. You know, those kids get used <laughs> to a certain lifestyle, too. That's one of the really fucked up things about all these predators, that, like Michael Jackson's and Epstein's. Is they're like, yeah. here, have this nice mansion and pool. Let me, get, let me get you spoiled and buy you all the best things and let you become a rock star for a second or whatever. And then I'll rape you for a bit and just throw you back out. Now you're like, oh, I thought life was going to be awesome, except for, the, except for the rape, you know. But now <laughs> there's no rape, but life is not that awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's just like... It's a shitty thing to do to someone's psychology. Yeah. It, I think that should be part of like rape settlements, kind of like a divorce. Mm-hmm. You should get to take, you should get, oh, should totally. have to maintain I'm the same lifestyle. I'm used to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't just want to settle. I want to be able to maintain this lifestyle in Alimony addition to my settlement. for raped yeah. kids. Absolutely. Because yeah. that's essentially, you know, yeah, how marriage was for a lot of people <laughs> anyway. It's just like a rape system. For a long time. Yeah. It was I let like him rape systemic. me and then he, <laughs> he, he brings the quote unquote money home that, yeah. The invention of money ruined everything. How many how many kids do you think Donald Trump has raped? And I'm saying kids, not how many people has he raped? Yeah, kids. Um, my guess is what was the first year on there? Like 1989. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. My guess is he's probably raped like one or two kids a year since 1989. It, he may, maybe has skipped some, maybe as president he hasn't had the time I think he skipped the best, some years in later years the best and thing also about his like, presidency is he's been too busy to rape any children for the last three years guys on second thought we might have to keep him might in have to keep him around. for the he will, he will fuck fewer children if we just have four more years of this so you decide do you want more children to get raped or fewer I mean, who knows? What if, what, what, I mean, with all the wild shit you hear about presidents doing, like, what if it comes out like, oh, he was fucking also, kids there's in the even White more. House. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, forget Monica Lewinsky. There's just three children under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, asshole taint and dick. Yeah. Uh, Everybody lick. <laughs> just likes to touch them while he's talking to people. Ugh. Uh, that's why he can't ever focus during his uh, press yeah. briefings or like during his announcements. He's got a 10-year-old down there. I don't know how he keeps one it up balls. with the Adderall or whatever he seems to be on, but I uh, got to have a lot of energy to get around to fucking kids while you're the president. I know. So speaking of pedophile men, um, this, fuck. there's an author, John Grisham. I don't know if you've heard of him. Of you, course. I used yeah, to read yeah. all those books. Yeah. So he <laughs> uh, has this thing. He got kind of slammed for some comments he made in a British interview uh, where he says, well, it says crime writer John Grisham says, has said America is unjustly jailing too many citizens for viewing child pornography. Quote, we have prisons now filled with guys my age, six-year-old white men in prison who've never harmed anybody, would never touch a child, he told Telegraph's Pete Foster in an interview promoting his latest novel, Grey Mountain. Continues, but they got online one night and started surfing around, probably had too much to drink or whatever, and pushed wrong buttons and went too far and got into child porn. Okay, John, real quick. 
I mean, I think it was clear that he think, knows what he's talking about. I, know. I was like, John, I feel, I feel like you're just, t- you're being a little confessional here, man. Like, like that's just what unless it's you like his did. brother or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, but like, yeah. But okay, at the same time, good for him for coming out of the closet because in trying to that's give us look, some don't compassion, touch pedophile. Look, don't touch pedophile. But it's like, dude, well, you want to make sure you're not supporting the industries where people are touching children. So yeah, you know, I'm also you kinda, just like. I'm telling you, man, I've browsed the internet for many I've, years. Yeah, I've never I stumbled have, upon child porn. Yeah, and I've looked at some weird dark shit, you know? Maybe but, some but barely there's legal no, type of... Like, there's no way for, you stumble into that. It doesn't feel like it. And, and you, also, but that's like, what you're saying. You had too much to drink, and you sort of accidentally wandered your way into finally checking it out. You hear all this hype, you know, and you're like, <laughs> well, I do have these weird feelings. Is and it let as me just, good as it everyone says Let me it just... Is? Uh, I, can, I can handle... My heart can handle this for 30 seconds, and then you... But is that we're talking... You know, like... Are people getting put in jail because they watch two minutes of a video once? No. See, that's the thing. It's like, that's not... Is it usually when they have a bunch of shit saved to their computer? Yeah. Uh, He he keeps going on. He says, like, I have no sympathy for real pedophiles. Um, He said, God, please lock those people up. But so many of these guys do not deserve harsh prison sentences. That's what they're getting. There's so many, quote, sex offenders that they're that's what they're called, that they put them in the same prison. Like, they're a bunch of perverts. We've gone nuts with this incarceration. This is him worried for himself. This is yeah. him. Um, but, like, it, in this... Yeah, but him. Um, but in this, like, uh, it says, according to a 2012 report by U.S. Sentencing Committee, mm-hmm. in the last decade, average sentences for those who possess but do not produce child pornography have nearly doubled in the U.S. from 54 months to 95 months. Uh, commission data also has also shown that virtually all offenders, 96.3%, possess images of minors who were prepubescent or under 12, years of 12 age or older. So that's yeah, a, that's so what you're not at. the aphebophile ones. No, and it's not just like the ones that like like he said, it's, it's not people who are casually stumbling into like child porn, what accidentally drunk one night. Yeah, they all have shit saved to their computer, right? Yeah. It's hard to send it somebody based off a link, but like saved images or physical evidence in yeah. a court of law, right? I mean, I guess you you could say there's some kind of pop-up thing. You're, you don't understand your computer and it saves some things, but like, it depends. Is there a little file, like a folder that's marked something, you know, like we can kind of tell. Not kid fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taxes, 1999. Family photos. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know, man. The other thing is like, okay, let's say you do accidentally stumble into child pornography. Yeah. You trip over a banana peel left online and, Mm -hmm. oh no, here I am with child porn. Do you not like immediately click back? Don't you like, I mean, like, the other thing is like, even if let's say you're drunk and so your vision's impaired and you're just in the heat of jerking off and like some girl's getting fucked in front of you, like... Are you so impaired that like it doesn't click, even if it doesn't say child porn? Like, I'm pretty sure that this girl isn't 18. No. I don't think that's like, what he's he, even saying. I know, but I'm just saying like, w- there's no way you can conceivably like be see experiencing child porn and believe it to like not be no. that. No, I think that's, but that's not what he's saying. He's just saying, yeah, sometimes like there's an impulse in a lot of us men. Who and where we kind of want to see this, and you know, if you get drunk sometimes, you might against the better angels of your, you know, self, whatever, that 
you might decide to finally go check it out. And then maybe you go down a rabbit hole for a second or maybe a week or a month or something. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I can never do that again. But maybe you didn't delete all of the photos. And, you know, say that happens. Uh, We shouldn't just put sweet little, you know, child porn observers in with the actual rapists and stuff because they they hear you're in there for kitty porn. And then I think they just rape you at that point. So maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I just I just disagree with him. Right. Like, well, sure. But I'm just saying that's his. Oh, yeah, I get that. Okay, yeah, I was like, I was like, are you siding with John Grisham? No, I'm just saying that's what his position is. His position isn't like, oh, it was an accident. I'm sure it was an accident. His position is like, yeah, we're men are fucked up, and you know, uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about with like boobs, where it's like, you know, like the wrongness of seeing exposed breasts, how they haven't been normalized, mm-hmm. adds to the hotness of it. It's like, I think that this type of like you know consequence is what can make child porn so appealing That's to some true. people is like it just heightens the level We've of made wrongness. It like the most taboo thing and and honestly like um child rape and whatnot was so has been so common in all of history and we like canada just changed the age of consent from like 13 to 15 in 2008 something like that yeah so like and that's just one example because all over this country all over the world a lot of places child rape is still legal (laughs) you know like we just kind of changed our minds that it's not okay for men to just fuck children um and so there's just a lot of schizophrenia in our culture around it still where you know, then we made it this like insanely taboo thing as it should be. It's like hard to get out of this because it's like, yeah, we kind of want child rape to be very taboo and child porn. But at the same time, yeah, you make it this forbidden fruit for people that can then lead to them having this extra desire for it. Like this, we had a listener send us an article about. Oh, God, I forgot. Uh, yeah, yeah, putting those emotion blockers back up. Oh, about this, <laughs> about this guy. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah, especially for this, yeah. <laughs> uh, who fucking Numb your hearts, everyone. Yeah, who <laughs> raped a three month old baby. Yeah, and broke its man. ribs and yeah. femurs, and tried to say it was like lifting its legs to release. It was. The gas. He said it was like trying to like yeah push its legs back towards its stomach. You were trying to like prop its legs open so you, you could p- fuck it. Yeah, it's so hor- horrifying that. He even said that because it's like we weren't even going to imagine it. But because he was like, yeah, I just pushed her legs back because I was trying. It was like there's yoga positions, like the wind relieving. And I was trying to get her into that <laughs> kind of queef position. I thought maybe it would relieve the gas. You know, that three month old queef position. You know, yeah, I just kind of was doing that like a turkey or whatever. But then, uh, yeah, no, he was clearly lifting her legs. You don't think about the position of the baby. You don't think about no. someone lifting the legs with that, you know. If anything, I would imagine um, doggy style before I would imagine missionary. No, I I think Um, it's missionary. Every time I imagine it as like missionary, right? Because it's like with a baby on the stomach, like that's not safe for them to sleep that way. You know, they can suffocate that way anyways. And you don't want to fuck a dead three month old. Like he's not a monster. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and even even though in my that joke that I used to do um, more often about. You know how people like don't want you to to shave your uh, vagina because they don't want you to look like a baby because they don't want to feel like pedophiles when they're fucking you. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just like there are a lot of ways to know whether you're going down on a baby. You know, with the legs <laughs> yeah. can't wrap all the way around your head. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a baby you're out. But like, <laughs> the truth is, even though I've said that a million times, I numbed myself to the reality of that immediately. Yeah, on writing it, like it's a, it's a joke. Um, but so I still never really like imagine that. And now 
Like we're confronted with the brutal reality that someone's like, what do I do with these little baby legs? Oh God. Yeah. You got to get them out of the way. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh God. I let it in. (laughs) Uh, He just had, he has one of those goatees too. Those like white Uh, supremacist pedophile goatees. Yeah. Just whatever they're supposed to be. It just socially um, stunted goatees men goatees that don't always, but often also, correlate to bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Also, the the report said like they didn't know where he got the baby. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, what, we're whose glossing baby was over this? the fact. Like, yeah, he fucked the baby. We don't know whose, whose baby, baby he fucked. Oh. Did he steal someone's baby? Was he babysitting? Like, they don't know. We, th- no one's gonna let that guy babysit their kid. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that was yeah. a stolen baby for sure. <laughs> Otherwise, y'all go to a church where y'all should not be trusting each other. But, you know, here's the thing, though, right? So, like, obviously this is terrible, but, like, we, we were, we've were we talked several times about how, like, children aren't people. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that was my other thought. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's three months just old. Just fucking a fetus. Um, is that less bad? I, it's definitely less bad, I think, to fuck a three-month-old than it is to fuck a, a two-year-old. two-year-old because yeah. a two-year-old is conscious, you know? Like, really quite conscious. Whereas, yeah. You know, the yeah. worst that happens is this baby has like deformed deep, legs. Sc- yeah, deformed legs, deeply scarred. Probably its limbic system is probably. Pretty, yeah, it's like the worst. It's the, the worst. It's happening. It's gonna pretty bad. Like the the trauma that it inflicts on a deep unconscious level is probably gonna be pretty thorough. But if you but had to pick between a three month old and a two year old, I still th- I still three say three month. It's actually time. yes, less wrong to fuck a three month old than it is a two year old. Questions I never thought I'd be answering. Because a three month old is still a fetus. Yeah. Yeah, we should have people like writing in. Which one of these would be more? <laughs> which one? Which one is better or worse? <laughs> if you why? had to choose between me fucking <laughs> three more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, listener mail. If anybody wants to send us listener mail like that, like questions, like Dear Abby kind of questions, that would be awesome. Um, it doesn't have to be like. Please, just if you have a sense of humor, like it, we really won't assume you're seriously wondering if you should fuck a kid. But, but if, you have if like it a sounds funny like you're like that, being for real, I'm gonna fucking call the cops on you. Yeah. Like in two seconds, like I'm not gonna aid and abet nobody. Yeah, like, um, I'll Karen out if right. you're. But people could also have funny questions that aren't related to pedophilia. Well, but. yeah, of course. But if you're but like, if it does sound like you're a pedophile, we're gonna try to. Yeah, if you're like, I've been about thinking it. about this for a while, and it's been rain heavy on my soul, and like I really don't know who to Ooh. turn to with. <laughs> this i'm like it sounds like you're really struggling with some things that i should report to somebody like you uh, know fucking some mental health rep- professional or something mm-hmm. you sound like you're gonna rape a child yeah we were looking for more of like if i had to stick my dick in a garbage disposal full of glass or rusty nails which one do you pick no i think it's more interesting for people to bring up the <laughs> hypothetical moral quandaries of like why well, no i'm just a, saying like but, but we're just saying don't, don't make want, it sound like you're you know if i don't want motherfuckers to pour their soul out in their questions yeah, don't pour your soul out just ask us don't funny questions yeah just ask funny questions and please don't rape children <laughs> i mean that dude also looked like you know he's massive he weighed yeah. that baby weighed like you know whatever babies weigh you would have had to put like pounds. a couple, like a, a hundred and fifty of them, two hundred of them together to weigh as much as this yeah. dude did, right? Like, there's just the weight proportion. Like, no wonder he broke its fucking like legs. Isn't there a nice sheep he could be fucking? That's what I'm wondering. Is why does everyone go after fucking babies, babies and like not like animals? I mean, it's not much better, but like at least like we can still kill them and eat them. Like we we already like yeah. 
We, we already we dominate have over the earth. Yeah. Yeah. So like, why not? Yeah. Fuck an animal. But go again, go adopt a dog and like rape a dog, a shelter dog. Well, and these people also don't usually want to rape older kids because they might remember and they might say something or even if not remember later, then they might be like, mommy, cry, point to the sky, you know, whatever, yeah. stuff like that. And so usually people stop, um, some the, some people want to rape the baby because they like that they're raping a human, I guess. And then they'll stop at some point whenever they kind of like the consciousness is forming too much. I could get in trouble here. Um, or some people, maybe it is a moral choice to uh, do that for them. I, I don't know. But whatever they tell themselves. Um, but, you know, like there was that one father who had been raping his daughter and then he she got pregnant at five years old. I think it's like actually the earliest like birth we know of in general. And yeah, so because he didn't think she would be fertile, you know, for several more years. And so he thought that he could just get away with splooging inside his daughter. And because for a lot of these men, you know, they don't get to just come inside a tight pussy. Because their wife stopped letting them rape them years ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you just move on to the child for a few years and then you stop before she's fertile and then um, sometimes they're fertile at five, funnily enough. See, this is so fucked. This is why it's so fucked for me because it's like the word fertile and five-year-old shouldn't like... It shouldn't. It shouldn't like send me to a place where it's like, I am a fertile (laughs) five-year-old. Please impregnate me. (laughs) Like, I didn't even... Like, in all of my, like, you know, like, the little fantasies and all of my breeding fantasies... You never thought about being able to get pregnant. Oh, yeah. I immediately went home and masturbated about that the day that I... (laughs) We learned about that in college. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) Three more hours. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) Good times. I mean, it's just like, again, I would just would like to re restate, put back out into the universe my like, oh, yes, that one. Please, please don't fuck children. But two, if anybody would like to help me form probably somewhere like in Vegas um, or where there's legal prostitution or somewhere, uh, you know, overseas, uh, a brothel of sorts where oh, we staff women. it with <laughs> trans women who are early on in transition. So pedophiles can come and fucking touch our child, bodies, childlike bodies that are, yeah, are kind of childlike, uh-huh. right? It's the only way you can legally do it. You can't yeah. legally touch preteen titties. Except in any a bunch other of way. other countries. But yeah, only way you can do it to American citizens. If you yes. want it to be American children bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Unless you're in some other country. There are a lot of other countries where you can rape children. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> God, this so is a dark So when we say episode. America is one of the freest countries or whatever, or like the freest... No, we're not. We are not allowed to rape children. So we're behind probably 38 other countries. <laughs> and yet another mark of freedom. Oh, man. All right, you want to take a break for a minute and then yeah, come sure. back? Take a step away from <laughs> the rape and uh. then... Got some non-rape things. Yeah, I got some non-rape things too. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, just you know, you gotta address the rape when there's that much rape. I know it's just so much. I'll shoot the messenger, you know. <laughs> God, reporting the news over here. I'm not sure if CNN's reporting that. Yeah. <laughs>
So I think uh, this this erotica is going to introduce our fetish of the week. A listener sent it in to us. Um, it's pretty fucking gnar. Uh, so strap in. It's just titled uh, Maggot Story. <laughs> uh, it starts, here's my maggot story. The one I didn't lose anyway. I wrote this about two weeks after my first experience with maggots about five years ago. I didn't realize people would ask me to repost it so soon. Hopefully you enjoy. Sunday was a warm, Sunday was warm and sunny. Just how I always fantasized it would be when I finally went through with it. I started walking to the dumpster again. I think about 2 p.m. And I was really excited and nervous. I felt butterflies in my tummy, just anticipating what I was about to do. The dumpster is in the alley behind a restaurant near my house. It gets emptied on Tuesdays, so by Sunday it's pretty stinky and there are flies buzzing around. Which means there are things rotting inside there, and that's just perfect for me. A few times in the past I climbed into that dumpster and masturbated. Nothing too intense. Most I'd ever done was take off my pants and hump against the dirty garbage bags. And one time I laid there with my legs spread, watching the flies land on me. So anyway... I walked down the alley to the dumpster, and as usual, I made sure nobody was around. Like, there's that unusual, like, <laughs> I was doing a little exhibitionisty. I'm sure there are stories like that. As usual, I made sure nobody was around, just to be extra careful. You have to go behind a tall wooden fence to even see the dumpster, and the restaurant is closed on Sunday anyway, so I knew I wouldn't be noticed. But this time, there's no way I wanted to be disturbed. I climbed up and over the side and onto my hands and knees in the mass of plastic garbage bags and other miscellaneous rubbish. The bags felt warm from the sun. The smell in there was extremely foul, much worse than usual, and I knew it was because of my rotting meat. I sat and tried to get myself to relax for a few minutes. There was no reason to hurry. When I was ready, I calmly took off my sandals, my jeans, and my panties. Both pairs. I was wearing two pairs of tight panties with a bunch of my panty liners in the crotch, which keeps anything in my vagina from coming out when I move around. I was, <laughs> But I was going, quote, all the way this time, so I went ahead and got completely naked. That was a weird feeling, being totally nude inside the dumpster. It seemed very erotic to me. The sun felt warm on my skin, especially my boobs, which pretty much never see the sun. I took a pair of rubber kitchen gloves out of my pant pockets and put them on. There was no way I could bring myself to actually touch a maggot with my bare hands. Lying on my back against the side of the dumpster, I fingered my pussy. It was really wet already. I knew I would be. I knew it would be. God, this is writing is terrible. The sensation of the rubber glove against my clit felt unusual, and I kind of liked it. I did that for a little while, just thinking about what I was about to do while staring at the smaller garbage bag in the far corner of the dumpster I'd left there yesterday. I still, feel, I still feel the butterflies in my tummy. I keep thinking to myself, I can't wimp out, that I had to go through with this. I wished for a moment that someone else was there to force me to do it, but decided that it was somehow much, much more sick and depraved to do it myself willingly. And I thought, yeah, that's me. Th that's what I want. I deserve this. And so I knew it was time to do it. I got back on my hands and knees and crawled back to the other side of the dumpster, sat down next to my garbage bag, gently picked it up, and placed it in front of me. The terrible smell was already stronger. 
Carefully, I tore the bag open, and there they were. There had to be thousands of maggots, kind of beige and yellow with little black spots on them, all writhing in a large mass. I couldn't even see the rotting meat underneath them. Dozens more maggots clung to the inside of the plastic bag, which was coated with a thick, light brown slime. It was such a repulsive sight, I thought I was going to throw up right there, but I didn't. I took a few minutes to get control of myself, fingering my clit while staring at the maggots, trying to work up the courage to continue. I scooped up some of the slime on my gloved finger and brought it to my nose. I knew what it was from reading what I'd done before. From Oh, from the reading I'd done before. It was digestive juices from the maggots, full of bacteria, and it smelled just horrible. I thought to myself, that's what I'm going to smell like. That's the stench that's going to come from my vagina. I want that, I thought, spreading my legs wide apart. I dragged my slimy finger between my pussy lips. My clit felt like a hard little pebble beneath the slime. I didn't want to come right then, though. I didn't want to come right then, though. And I was still right on the edge of gagging, too. But I knew that there was no turning back now, so I let my fingers lightly touch the top of the maggot mass. The maggots felt like nothing I'd experienced before. They seemed to have such energy, totally different from picking up an earthworm or something, and they felt so alive. I was fascinated and nauseated at the same time. Sinking my fingers into the mass, I felt the solid meat beneath. Gently breaking it apart, I could see that the meat had turned gray except for the very center, which was still pink, and that the maggots had penetrated into it, but not too deeply yet. There was still plenty of food for my filthy little babies. <laughs> I broke off a small chunk of meat that was covered on one side with maggots and held it for a moment, while I fought back another urge to vomit. It was finally time. I leaned forward, and holding my pussy lips apart with one hand, I gritted my teeth and pushed the maggot-covered chunk of meat into my vagina. And then, totally without expecting it, I had an orgasm. A quick, sharp wind that only made me want more. And more was coming. I broke off another small chunk of meat along with it, another part of the maggot mass, and pushed it inside me. This one had more maggots on it, and I stopped for a moment to see if I could feel them inside me. I wasn't sure I could, but it didn't matter. I wanted them all. I needed to take them all inside me. With that thought, I went sort of wild. I started pushing bigger chunks of meat and maggots, and even handfuls of just maggots into me, over and over. I was practically hyperventilating, too. I wasn't thinking at all about the noise I must have been making. But now I, but now I could definitely feel the maggots squirming inside my vagina. Just the idea made me come again. Finally, once I had crammed all of the rotten meat and all of the maggots I could inside me, I felt so filthy and disgusting like I'd turned myself into some sort of low-depraved sort of beast. And that made me so incredibly hot, together with the constant movement of the maggots inside me. But it was time to go. Holding my hands over my crotch, I slowly crawled back to my clothes and managed to get dressed again without anything coming out. I put the gloves back into my pocket and climbed out of the dumpster. And right then, I could hold back the revulsion of what I'd done no longer. Holding myself against the dumpster, I threw up. Ever vomited while you're horny? It's weird. Walking home down the alley, I felt like I was in a daze. I kept asking myself how I could have done this to myself, but then asking why I'd waited so long. 
I had to walk slowly to make sure nothing got squeezed out of my vagina, but also to keep from coming again. I found myself amazed at the whole thing, that I'd stuffed almost stuffed the most intimate part of myself with these things that were too disgusting to even touch without gloves, and that I was totally getting off on it. Once I was home, I locked myself in my bedroom, took off my clothes, except for my double panties, and got into bed. I closed my eyes and just let myself feel the maggots squirming inside of me. For a while, I tried to watch TV, but, could really pay atten- but couldn't really pay attention to it. The maggots were too wonderfully distracting. I skipped dinner. Later on, when I really had to pee, I did it by taking my panties down and holding my hands over my crotch, wearing rubber gloves, of course. The next morning, I called off work after being awake for most of the night. I mainly stayed naked in my bed all day, masturbating, barely getting up for anything. I wanted to do nothing but let my nauseating little babies grow inside my pussy. Pretty early, though, I realized the smell was getting really horrible. I opened the window. I also wet a bath towel and stuffed it under my bedroom door. I didn't want my parents to get suspicious. A little later on, I realized that I didn't need the panties to hold the maggots and the meat inside me. The mask pretty much stayed in place as long as I kind of laid still. I thought, hey, I guess that means I'm infested, which makes me come again. I was, <laughs> I was always right on the edge of orgasm, and it didn't take much longer to go over the edge. I also noticed that the maggots seemed to be more active if I kept my legs apart and realized that they probably need to breathe, so that's how I stayed a lot of the time. I did get up and read my email and post an update on my webpage, <laughs> on my webpage but I couldn't seem to think clearly enough to write too much. Then I had to pee again, but I didn't want to get up, so I just peed in the bed. It made me come. I just wanted to keep feeling the maggots moving, and they were. They seemed even stronger. I was totally in heaven with it. I didn't need it all either. I heard my parents coming home from work during work. During the evening, my mom said hello through the door and wondered why I was staying in my room like a hermit. I said I was reading a novel, novel all the way through at once, which I actually do sometimes. She left me alone. I hope she didn't smell anything. I surfed the web for a while that night and looked at porn. I came a few more times. I decided to go home and take <laughs> take a shit in my bed right there where I was. <laughs> uh, that just made me more turned on, and I ended up smearing some of my shit over my thighs and my pussy and coming again. <laughs> I noticed that the maggots were starting to come out a bit. Maybe they liked the shit. A couple times, one would creep up on my belly. i just flick it back down between my legs. I was getting tired at that point. It really was time to sleep, and my vagina was throbbing and kind of sore from all the attention. But I was most worried about making sure my maggots could breathe while I was sleeping. Somehow I managed to find the energy to place the chair on either side of my bed, to place a chair on either side of my bed and use the sheets to tie my ankles to them. That would keep my legs apart during the night. I pulled the blankets over myself and dozed off, lying in my piss and shit. For the most part, I slept through the night but I kept waking up sweating with my vagina throbbing worse. I knew I was getting a bad infection from this, but I didn't care. I was not thinking right. I could also feel the maggots crawling all over me. I guess I decided I liked that, and I'd play with my clit until I came. I don't know if I realized at the time that I wasn't wearing the rubber gloves anymore. I'd fallen back to sleep and would wake up again with little phrases running through my head. Other girls have babies, but I give birth to filth and decay. I'd keep thinking to myself, or I'd say I'm probably ruining my womb, and I don't care. I want to be ruined. 
I know I must have been hallucinating from the infection. I was hoping the maggots had given up on the rotten meat and were eating my vagina instead. My fingers were buried in my vagina, with my fingertips against part of the meat. Whenever I pressed on it, the maggots would squirm faster and I'd climax again. I can do it over and over again and just keep coming. Finally, it was Tuesday morning and sunlight made me wake up. I knew I was really, really sick at that point. I felt weak and dizzy. I knew I had a fever and my whole lower belly was sore and throbbing. Despite all of that, I was still horny and was still right on the edge of coming. And then for some reason, all I wanted to do was see my maggots. I pulled the blanket to the side and saw that I really did have maggots crawling all over my body. I was so whacked out I loved it, but I also saw that I had a rash spreading over my tummy and my thighs, and I was soaked with sweat, and then suddenly I, I needed to see what it looked like between my legs. I sat up a little, picked up the hand mirror I have on the table next to my bed, and held it between my thighs. My pussy was totally gaped wide open. I'd never seen it like that before. It reminded me of a mouth with a sick, gagging expression. My inner lips were swollen and dark purple, almost black, while my outer lips were cherry red. I was losing a layer of dead skin, like a sunburn. A stream of the light brown slime was oozing from inside my vagina and down my butt crack onto the shitty mattress. Although I could still feel a very large mass of maggots and rotting meat inside me, there were maggots everywhere between my legs, hundreds of them. And then I saw my fingers on my pussy. It plunged deep into my vagina and dragged out a wad of slime and maggots, which I pressed hard against my clit. I remember having a huge orgasm right then and must have passed out. I think I was sobbing too, but I'm not sure. That's all I remembered until I that's all I remember until I woke up in the hospital. That's the end. Ariel has been like laying down with her face covered and just like moaning the whole time and not a sexy moan. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> I almost threw up a number of times. <laughs> You're so lucky. That is a fucking disgusting story. Oh, God, she needs help. I know. Help finding more maggots uh, for her hungry, hungry pussy. Oh, her poor parents found her. Oh, oh God. I mean, is that real? Like Probably that she not. Had, she had like the vagina monologues moment with the maggots. I know. <laughs> As a good feminist, you got to check out. What does my vagina look like? With <laughs> and it's filled with maggots. And shit and piss. Oh. So that's someone's fetish. I don't even yeah. know how to expound on that. I think we've said enough. I think that's good. The fetish of the week was just reading that story. Just it really speaks for itself. Raw meat maggot vagina shit. anyone who's listening is wondering how much we exaggerate that there are people on the internet doing all kinds of shit. There it is. Uh, and here's the thing. That was sent to us by someone who listens. You know, mm -hmm. a listener, as we call them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like... That's just one of the many things that people send in to us. You know, like, uh -huh. it's all over the internet. People are weird and wonderful. And please keep sending us stuff. Even if I don't read it on here, I do read them all. I do yeah. love seeing all the shit y'all send us. Yeah. Next time, let's read a sexier one. You're talking about you're not dripping wet right oh, now. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously, I, I did throw up a little bit like, <laughs> this morning. Like, What part of the story made you want to throw up the most? Oh, just every time she's describing, like the shit for sure, but every time she's describing there being maggots and meat in her and just... Uh, 
you know, I'm not going to lie. The neat thing, disgusting. The maggot thing, I can work with that. Yeah, it is true. The meat is kind of the most disgusting part of it. Right. So, like, for me, it's like I'm all into impregnation shit and, like, being, like, infested with, like, you know, somebody's spawn. And so, like, if I'm forced to, like, carry a bunch of maggots inside me, like, they're squirming little bodies, like, inside me, I can get off on that. Yeah. But it's like, it's like the dirtiness of the Dirtiness of the meat. It's going to give you an infection. I mean, you're going to die. That, and then the smell that she keeps describing is just like the smell of rotten meat. Yeah. It's coming out oh. of the vagina. Oh. <laughs> having someone go down on you. Oh my, gosh. oh my God. Can you imagine licking that trail of brown juice out of someone? Uh. Uh. And then getting a maggot that like, goes down your throat and gets caught on your uvula? uvula? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, uh, what if someone like holds your mouth open and like for like forcefully queefs rotten meat and maggot shit in your mouth? <laughs> block, 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 block. Oh, uh, fuck. I'm seriously gonna throw up in your, <laughs> on your couch if you keep doing this. So it's, it's your call. Uh, I probably uh, feel better if I do throw up. So. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, on that note, <laughs> see you next week. What did y'all talk about on gender fluids? Oh, this has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha podcast. <laughs>